0: This is a podcast where we spaghetti!
1: But do we?
2: I don't (laughs) spaghetti. I've ate
3: spaghetti before.
1: Do you have a spaghetti? Somebody touch my spaghetti! Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome, and welcome. to Make Believe Heroes. <laughs> I have an echo. 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 Make Believe Heroes. That's us. We are the Make Believe Heroes, and this is an actual play. Fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for all ages. I'm your Dungeon Master, your pal. My name is Paul, and I'm joined by four associates.
2: Hey, guys. This is Jeremy, and I play Saul.
0: I'm Jeffrey,
4: and I play Servants off the wall. I'm Alan and I play Chargenza Kintel, but you may call me Charmander or Char.
3: I'm Felicia and I play Misk.
0: Felicia
4: sounded so disappointed in all of us.
1: <laughs> Felicia did. <laughs> I'm Felicia. Surely she's come to expect I'm this. Felicia
3: and this is this is me. Paul keeps yawning.
1: It's a struggle. It's, it's hopefully okay, going to stop Okay, from soon.
3: now on, you got to give me a dollar every time you yawn. Ooh, nice. That's not
1: fair. Smack him. <laughs> hey, thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We love it, and we love you guys. And to show our love, we're going to read one of the many five-star reviews that we have received. And If you'd like to have your five-star review read on the show, then just go and leave us a five-star review. This one is going to be read by our friend Felicia. Felicia, please read a five-star review.
3: Hello, I'm Felicia. <laughs> I'm your friend. No. It's titled, Where Do I Even Begin? I recently got into D&D and started searching for podcasts to listen to so I could learn more about how to play the game. I tried listening to quite a few, but didn't like all of the cursing that so many include.
1: All that cursing.
3: Fast forward to finding this podcast. Boom. Goodness gracious. I've laughed. I've cried. I've found myself wrapped up in this amazing storyline, and I've learned so much about playing the game. Every single aspect of this podcast is wonderful. Paul does a great job DMing and putting on accents. This story is so addictive. The players and their characters are wonderful. Wonderful. I love the interaction and role play, and they're absolutely hilarious. I cannot get enough of this podcast. I highly recommend it.
1: And this is from?
3: Super Shoraya! Super love... Shoraya! I'm going to admit, sometimes I say Super
0: Shorara. Shara-ra. That review was very <laughs> spicy. That was a spicy
1: a spicy, <laughs> spicy. Spice. So spicy.
4: Oh, so spicy. Some nutmeg, some cinnamon.
1: If you're looking for some more spice in your life, Jeffrey, why don't you tell them where they can find that spice?
0: You can get some spice on BattleBards.com. What kind of spice? If you go there <laughs> while you're playing D&D at the same time and you do both those things at once, <laughs> you won't even begin to believe what will happen to your D&D game. It'll be blazing blazing with flames because it's so spicy that you'll have sweat in places you never knew you could sweat before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That is not a selling point.
0: Will, <laughs> I think it is. Think there it's will be going. many tears.
2: <laughs> I, I bet they actually have like the sound of flames. If you want to use like we're in the hells, you can use the flames ambient.
0: No, it won't be the flames of
2: hell. No, it would
0: just be so spicy. Those flames, <laughs> <laughs> it's <just so> spicy. <laughs> flames. Spicy flames, spicy flames.
2: I uh, almost guarantee that there's like the sound of a soup being cooked or something on there. Mm. You could
4: use. Everybody's favorite spice, real quick. Favorite spice. Uh, battle barts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with um, battle barts. Uh, it's the spiciest spice out um, there in the spice.
4: I like all spice because it's different depending on what you have in your cabinet. You know, wow. Old spice. Wow. <laughs> This has to stop.
1: Uh, I I like paprika. I thought it was called paprika. Okay, we're moving
0: on. Uh, I gotta say, my favorite spice is probably...
4: Cayenne. Garlic. Garlic. Garlic's a bulb. It's not a spice. Garlic's definitely the best spice.
0: Okay,
3: we're gonna have an interim DM person. (laughs) We're going to... (laughs) Round Robin. We're gonna roll this giant blue D20. Okay,
1: we are gonna roll this giant blue D20. Let's roll it. Beautiful bean footage.
0: Six.
3: <laughs> you need to roll that again.
1: That's a, that's a seven. Oh,
3: oh, so close. Oh, that's bad.
4: Oh. I mean,
3: that is real bad. That's
4: like an eight, but less. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a
0: six, but more, actually.
2: But we're all goofy and happy to be talking Woo-hoo. to each other. But really, what's going to go down is we're all going to die in this session. True. Sure.
0: Paul is
3: delaying our doom. This
1: is the
4: end of the podcast. Let's get into it, shall we?
3: Last time.
1: Last time. On Make Believe Heroes.
0: Kakarot! (laughs)
1: Ah! (laughs) (laughs) So last time, the four of you found yourselves uh, locked into an unexpected altercation with some unknown creature made from liquidy shadow uh it was this headless being um with rows and rows of laser with (laughs) rows and rows of razor sharp teeth servance was the first to come in contact with it and as he was being partly devoured the rest of you caught up with him and uh, engaged this thing in combat you did not however expect that it could uh, handle all four of you as easily as it did (laughs) This ferocious, headless beast tried to devour Cervantes and then it turned on the other three of you. In spite of the fact that you were giving it your best, it seemed that you would not be a match for this single creature. But then Char, in a moment of brilliance or just good luck, used a specific spell called Spirit Guardian and the radiant brilliance of his little spirit guardians were able to destroy this creature. Relieved and finally free of its grasp, they thought they were in the uh, in the free. But that's when they began to hear more and more of these shrieks echoing across the library. It would appear that there are more of these creatures just nearby, and that's where we begin. Saul, Misk, Char, Vance, you hear as multiple voices ring in a sort of terrifying chorus as these creatures are answering the call of their fallen companion.
2: We have to get out of here! Saul's immediately going to head... I don't know. Can I do a check and see if there was a particular direction that didn't have one of those screams from come from it?
1: So, there definitely sounded like there was one deeper in the library. Others sounded like they were coming from elsewhere throughout the castle. Okay, so there's at least one deeper in the library. Yeah, there's at least one in the room with you.
2: And we came in... Through basically like a grand entrance, right?
1: Yeah, so you all came in through the front doors of the castle um, previously, and then you went to like the throne room and all of that. Then you made your way down the halls and found the library. You came in through the main doors, which were sort of torn down.
2: Okay, so question. Mm -hmm. Does the library have like rooms out? Is it all one large room or is there places like where the the restricted section you know what I mean? Like closed off or anywhere there's a door. Okay, there could be. Kind of a place where we could kind of hunker down for a while or hide or... Or should we just run? Yeah, this is Saul and Miss Combe. Do they know I mean, they were kids. They put hide-and-seek down here, or, you know.
1: Okay, so you know that there are definitely, like, side rooms, you know, where you could go and read quietly or study or whatever, but none of them are, like, fortified rooms. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Well, that's what, in, in Saul's brain, it's, uh, we need to hide. It doesn't necessarily have to be fortified, just a place we can get out of sight for a while. Or run away. Which of those two makes the most sense with Saul This being his
1: home? Well, let's do this. Everybody roll me initiative.
0: Do we have any cardboard boxes? Good question. We could just sneak right past them.
1: What's everyone's initiative? I rolled a 14.
2: One of the natural persuasion.
1: You got a nat one? Yep. oh ho. So, I want to point out that being a rogue, your initiatives are pretty much garbage across the board.
0: Oh, yeah. All the time.
1: We need to get you something to help with initiative.
0: Aren't rogues good at that? Not this one. oh ho.
2: I got
1: 21. 21. 21. Saul's
2: not an assassin rogue. Saul's, like, magic rogue.
4: Vance, what'd you have?
1: I got a 16.
4: One, twenty, one initiative.
1: Okay. And we got Char. And then we got Saul. This is a skills challenge. Oh, snap. at the moment, you are not being chased. Let me emphasize, at the moment, uh, you hear the shrieks. And it would appear that they are moving in your direction, uh, or at least you can infer that, because, I mean, the other one died, gave out a death rattle, and then they started crying out. Seems like they're probably going to be coming to look for you. Misk, you will be going first. Oh, no. What is your move?
3: I'm going to lay down and cry. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, I am going to try to get to the door... That we entered the library.
1: Okay, so you're going to just, like, run toward it? Yes. Okay. So...
3: And what do you expect me to do? Just tell no, me what no, you no, want me to no, do, no, and then is, I'll do it. I will
0: that,
1: exactly do it. <laughs> that, is, that is fine. I will just clarifying what you're going to do. You can't do that.
0: You have to do something else. What should I do? Yeah, what should I do? It's been
3: a long time since I've done a skills <laughs> challenge, you
1: Uh, So, in a skills challenge, you can use any of your skills. You can also use any of your spells or any of your attacks. Anything action wise that you could do in combat or with a skill, you can do now. But running is fine um, if that's your plan.
2: It's not actually fine. It's fine. Once you climb a bookshelf and get a a look around, why don't we
4: light all the bookshelves on fire? No. I'm for that.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
3: burning the library again. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yeah, I could do that. I'm just saying, like, they're not you're near tr- us. We can't see them. Right.
1: You you're want to know if you can make it back to the to that door. So the question is, do you just run for that door as fast as you can, or do you look to see if you can make it?
3: Probably look.
1: Okay. So then give me a perception check. Rolled him dice, girl. So that's a
3: six. That's a nine.
1: That's okay. really bad. So you step over to the end of the aisle and you look around to see if the coast is clear, and you don't see anything. Oh, uh, we're dead. So it looks like the coast is the coast is clear.
3: Don't look at me like that, Paul.
1: I didn't look at you like that. I just looked at you. The coast looks clear. There's okay, nothing. Okay, so
3: if Miss looks and the coast is clear, she's gonna run.
1: Okay, you say anything when you go?
3: We need to get out of here now. Let's go. You take off running. I'm running.
1: Okay, Vance. I'm dead. It's your turn. Misk says, we need to go now and takes off running.
2: What do you
0: do, Vance? Um, Can I just run? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, I want to use divine <laughs> sense.
3: You making fun of my running? Are you ah! making fun of my running? <laughs>
0: ah! <laughs> oh
1: my god. Uh, hey, like you want to
3: stay in the library and die? Stay in the <laughs> library and die. I'm getting out of I'm here. I'm going to
0: take them all on.
3: Oh my gosh, he's dying.
1: What you
0: do? I'm going to use Divine Sense. Okay. So, I can know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. That's kind of stinky, actually. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Basically, it just tells you if the thing you're looking at is undead, a fiend, or...
4: So, I'm not going to do that. It might be in the shadow. All right, guys, listen.
2: We're tore up. We're upset.
1: Some
4: of you pretty
1: roughed up I'd say
2: yes we're in pretty bad shape and we killed it when it died we heard more of them all over the castle and one of them in the very room we're in scream Misk took off running towards the door as soon as she saw it was clear what does
0: Vance do I'm going to cast armor of Agathus okay upon myself and then run and then run okay because I'm getting ready that'll do to fight
1: you take off running
4: after Misk. Uh, Char, what do you do? I am going to run in that direction. And so, can I see? Like, is it like dark? Or L- I can- L- Let me remind you of something real quick. You cast Spirit Guardians last
1: time? Yeah. I mean, as, as far as I know, unless you have dispelled them, they're still there for the remainder
4: of your, your spell duration. Yeah, the spell duration is up to 10 minutes. Okay, and you can use an action to move them, can't you? Or can you not? Let's see. You call forth spirits to protect you. They flit around you in a distance of 15 feet for the duration, so I think they move with me. Okay, cool. An affected creature's speed is halved in the area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a yeah, so I'm assuming... It says they flit around you, so I'm assuming they stay with okay. me. Okay, so they're traveling with you. But this is also the one that I assumed would it would pop up right then, you know? Remember that? I do, yes. But you're holding them right now, uh, and they're with you.
1: Um, it's a concentration spell, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're still
4: with you is all I want. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, so I am going to... Uh, <laughs> I want to head so. Whenever I go towards where they're running, mm-hmm. do I see anything over there? Give me that perception. Perception. Is it like what's what's keeping me from seeing like clearly? Is it dark? Is it smoke? It's not super. Is there something I could do to enhance my vision? It's. I mean, it's. You can see.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's dim light in here. I would say. Okay.
4: So, and so I can't see any critters. Not when you turn and see the and look in the direction that they're heading. Okay. So I turn and head in that direction, and when I do, I cast Produce Flame. Okay. So a flickering flame appears in my hand. This is not concentration. Right. And it remains there for the duration and harms neither you nor my equipment. The flame sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet, and I can either dismiss it or cast it again. And I can throw it if I wanted to. Uh, But I'm just going to hold it out and actually, I'm just gonna throw it ahead of me, and like, like, just kind of like, yelling, ah, okay, kind of thing, you know? Okay. It's like suppressing fire. Do you do you scream out, "We're over here!" And throw it. I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is
1: is it a? Uh, are you are you using it for like to increase your what you can see,
4: like to help you see more, or are you using it as a sort of like intimidation tactic? Both. Okay no that was my intent was to throw it both so it'll be like a it's like throwing a signal flare right it scares the enemy and lets you see i got you down the corridor
1: okay so roll me a
4: roll me a perception check is in that, that one it was a natural one <laughs> i went blind oh no oh my gosh
1: <laughs> oh man
4: this is
2: not good
1: you don't uh, see him as he bites um, onto you. I mean...
2: Suddenly, the lower half of your body is missing.
1: <laughs> you don't see anything. You're running forward toward them, right? Like,
4: you're following as you throw it forward, right? I literally just re-rolled it to see what would happen, and it's a 20. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh.
1: laughs> I'm
4: not throwing it towards anything. I'm just throwing it, like, out ahead right, of, right, right. of us. Right, yeah. It's, like, out ahead of you as
1: you run forward. So you, you throw it out, and you, uh, you like, yell out as, as in your attempt to try and, like... Scare something. Uh, At that moment, something wraps itself around your foot and pulls you up by that foot and makes you fall. And you fall. Vance, you hear as Char is like yelling something out, he's just suddenly cut off and then you hear a crash as he hits the floor. If you turn back and look, there is another one of these things and it now has a hold of Char's legs. Very good. It's pulling it toward its open mouth. Saul.
2: Saul has zero interest in saving Chargenzis for any reason. And he is going to even half-smile as he drops his shoulders and continues to run off. Um, he, I want to use stealth and try to get, you know... Saul? Yeah.
0: You do have an interest.
1: In leaving... The moment that you think to uh, to leave his no. death, you feel this piercing, ringing pain in your head. <laughs> you
3: do have an interest. Can I use- I'm i glad I don't have to deal with that anymore.
1: Do I? do I, <laughs>
2: Will that make me take damage eventually? It will. It will immobilize you. It will make you, you
3: pass out. Because
2: as soon as it does, can I use Hellish Rebuke on Char? <laughs> it,
1: it will immobilize you soon. If you try to leave him to his death, it will. It will immobilize you. But
2: I thought the contract just said that I had to help him escape the hells.
0: Yeah, he's about to die in the hells.
1: How can you do that if he's dead? Yeah. Yeah. There was also there was also wordage about not killing him. All that working together. Leaving him to his fate is 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 certainly working against the tenets of the contract.
4: You should be a lawyer,
1: Paul. I love the role play. I love the role play. <laughs> I do. I love it.
2: Saul curses in common and in <laughs> abyssal.
1: <laughs> Just all of them that he knows.
2: And he's going to take a hard right turn and uh-huh. go stealth and start making his way to come up behind this thing, or to get in a better situation to. Attack from the darkness. Okay,
1: stealth it. Oh,
2: it's not a good day, guys. Yeehaw! Oh, 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 what is it? My total is a nine.
1: Oh, my. You, so, how do you go about doing that? You, like, this one is between two bookshelves, it, like between two aisles. It lunged out from between two aisles and grabbed Char's leg. So, you saw that. You're kind of like back where it doesn't necessarily see you.
2: He was going to dart down an aisle or, or head up a bookshelf. One just to try to get some purchase,
1: okay. You dart down the nearest bookshelf, and uh, there's another one. Oh
2: my gosh, Misk, we are in trouble. There's another one over
1: here. It sees you right as you turn the corner, and as he says that, Misk, it is your turn. Poopy doop, poopy doop. We should have just run, we should have ran. Run.
3: We should have ran. Y'all just all want to die.
0: Can we just do that? I mean, let's.
3: I can just cast something, and we'll all die, okay,
1: together. <laughs> like, you want me to just blow as us all? Friends. up? What's it going to be, Misk?
0: So
3: when I hear Saul say that, I'm going to kind of breathe really heavy and turn around and run toward that way. Mm-hmm. Just to, I mean, I don't want to leave them. Right. I don't know exactly what I want to do. Right now,
1: here's what you've got. Saul turned and he saw one, but it's not like it's not on him. You know what I'm saying? It's at the other end of an aisle, but now it has spotted him and saw out Can we've got I another see one. it? No, but Saul's backing out from that aisle. I'm assuming, and it's it's going to it's the implication is that it's going to charge him.
3: Can I get to Saul this round?
1: You can. What you do see is you see Char being dragged into the open mall of one of these things. <sighs> he's bellows. Uh, well, I'm not saying you do anything about that. I'm just saying that's what you see.
3: Honestly, Misk would save uh, Saul before Char, but I mean. Sure. So I'm going to run over to Saul, and I want to get in front of Saul and cast Earth Tremor just down that aisle uh-huh. just to try and like get that thing stopped. Okay. You can see if I ha- if I can do it. I can't do it on third level.
1: Right, but Earth Tremor is a first level spell, so you can use it at first level or second level. Oh. Yeah.
2: Make that earth tremble, girl.
3: Maybe I should do second level.
1: That's, that's up to you. You have three second level slots and three first level slots. So
3: I'll do it on second level.
1: Okay. Go ahead and roll me the attack roll, and this will do it damage, but it'll also... Actually, hold on. You don't roll an attack roll. He rolls a save. So we'll let him roll a save. Dex. Yes. Okay. I'm not sure what his dex is. I have to check. We rolled a three on the dice. So I think that's a failure. Oh, no. Uh, so he's going to take uh, 2d6 damage. So go ahead and roll me 2d6s. And this will. That's a really bad failure. So I'm going to say this definitely like, takes him by supp- su- supplies.
0: Supplies.
1: Like school supplies.
2: School supplies. <laughs> supplies.
1: It takes his school supplies. Uh, <laughs> it takes him by surprise. No
3: more glue for you.
1: He takes five damage. Yeah. All right? The damage is, is not substantial, but he was totally not expecting it. And so he loses his footing and, like, stumbles and is flopping around and his tentacles flying out of his open throat thing and uh, trying to get back up on all fours. And now it is Vance's turn, but that does give Saul, you and Saul both an opportunity to get away from that thing, Uh, you know, just the break you need. Vance. So. We need some of that spice. Give me that spice. How many do I see? You only see the one, the one that has a hole of Char. But you do know that Saul said there was another one back there.
0: Okay, so I'm going to run... In there, so I can see them. Mm -hmm. Do I see them?
1: See what? What What are you asking me?
0: I want to run in there
1: so I can see them. See Saul and
0: Misk? No, the two monsters.
1: He wants to be able to see the two monsters. Okay, yeah, you can situate yourself where you can see them both.
0: So I sprint into the room, drawing my sword. Sword? And I use dreadful aspect. What?
1: Dreadful... Dreadful what?
0: Dreadful aspect.
1: Dreadful aspect. And what does this do?
0: Yep. As an action, each creature of your choice that can see you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. On a fail, they are frightened of me for one minute.
1: Oh.
0: That's nice.
1: Okay. What's the save? DC 13? Uh, yeah. First one fails. Ha. I rolled a. Here's what I've rolled so far tonight a three, a four, and a five.
2: (laughs) We got to keep this below 15
1: rolls. They both fell. Yeah, boy. They are both frightened of you. Uh, it does say that if they get more than thirty feet away from you they can attempt another saving throw right so when you run away they may get another chance to do that but at the moment what how do you do that like what do you do to frighten them?
0: So I sprint in there drawing my sword and as I do the devil eyes open and I glare at mm. them with the red eyes and probably just let out a terrifying laugh
1: all right <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: I don't know if I want to be here anymore. That's a pretty serious
3: laugh. Yeah, that was
1: that was, <laughs> that was that a serious laugh. You're welcome. Okay, uh, successful. Char, when you do that, um, they the one that has a hold of Char like drops him and sort of cowers, and so Char, you have a moment to escape. And You are able to pull yourself back on your feet. What you do, boy?
4: Yeah. So this thing should be affected by at some point by my uh, spirit guardians, right? Yes. Does that happen on your turn? What so it says or their turn? I believe, so if I remember right, so since I'm guessing, are, I don't know if these are in initiative order since this is a skill challenge. Yeah. But I believe it's, let's see.
1: Starts their turn.
4: So an affected creature's speed is halved, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. Okay, that's fine. We'll just
1: play that. We'll just say that it's your turn, since it's your damage that you're dealing on them. Because, I mean, you're about to probably get away from them anyway. So this one that grabbed you, as it's pulling you toward it, we'll say that that's like it's entering into that. So around the time that Vance scares it is around the time it gets you close enough that they these little flitting things start doing their damage. Do you remember what level you casted at? Uh, uh
4: no.
0: It was pretty high, I think, because... It did a lot of damage.
4: I want to say it was third level. It was either third or fourth for sure, given that it's a third level spell. Yes. On a a failed save, they would take 3d8 radiant. And on a successful save, half as much as that. And what kind of save is it? Uh, Wisdom? Yes, wisdom. 14.
1: Okay, so this one uh, rolls a modified 21.
4: No, it didn't. You're lying.
1: But hang on a second. Hang on, a second. I might be looking at the wrong stat. No, it's not a modified twenty-one. It's just a modified twenty. You rolled a nineteen. Uh, but he still takes half, and you happen to know that this is super effective, so it's it's gonna equate to the same thing. Super effective. Yeah, boy. So go ahead and roll me
4: three d eights. Okay, there's. That's that's like the the diamond ones, right? Right. On.
0: Yeah.
4: Eight. Eight total. Eight total.
1: Which he took half, but then he hes uh, it's super effective, so he takes eight. Okay, so your little uh, spirit guardian things, do you remember what they look like? Uh,
4: spirit guardians. I don't remember. That was literally six years ago.
1: <laughs> your little spirit guardians stab into it uh, or, or shine their light on it or whatever, and it's making it very uncomfortable. That's around the time Vance scares it. You are now free. You can still take
4: an action.
3: You need to ruin.
4: Or just run as I so I stand up Mm -hmm. so that's going to eat up half my run and then I'm going to spit at it and whenever I spit at it I'm going to cast sacred flame okay so it's got to succeed in a dexterity save dex save it
1: succeeds
4: okay so, it got, got a modified 20. Yeah, it doesn't even say it takes half if it fails. Yeah. But it does say, yeah, yeah, you you have to take that back. It says this target gains no benefit from cover for the saving throw. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yuck. It didn't. It so didn't. It, so it failed, right? No, it still, sa- it still saves. He spits again and, and runs. Okay, you are
1: running. You're running toward the door. Uh, you're pretty close to the door now. Saul.
2: Now that Saul can run, he is, uh... He's definitely gonna head in the same direction as Char. He's gonna wish in his head that he could cut his Achilles heel and leave Char to die. Knowing that he can't... <laughs> he can't. He's going to draw his rapier and let it erupt in holy flame. Ooh. And, uh... He's still running away, but he just wants it. He wants those creatures to understand that there's something here that can be a little extra spicy for them.
1: So spicy. And uh,
2: I'd like to roll intimidation. Okay. Let's see if I can get above a three this time. Go for it. I did. It's a sixteen on the dice plus.
1: Sace. Intimidation
2: is a sace. Yes, that is correct. There you go. Twenty-two total.
1: That is a success. So the two that are like back behind you aren't moving towards you, and they can't see you because Vance has frightened them. But you're all running forward, mm-hmm. and uh, you're you guys got pretty close to the door. So you you push, you you run through the doorway, and the moment that you do, to the left, you see another one of these things crouched in the hallway, making its way towards you. But at the sight of your burning radiant sword, it sort of cowers and lets out another one of those little shrieks and you see it's weird like tendril things like flapping nervously. Nice. But there's one to your left there's a hall to your right and there is nothing.
2: Wonderful. Making towards the hall on the right.
1: Misk.
3: So I'm in the hallway with him?
1: I'm assuming you're with Saul. we just kind of
3: always running?
1: Yeah, everybody's running now.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to... I'm gonna run toward that hallway, Okay. but I kind of wanna don't can I use a cantrip or something? Yeah, let's see what I got. Uh, thaumaturgy or something. Okay, like to light a flame because I feel like the hallway's kind of dark. I feel like it is. Is it?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, you can. Uh, there are like number of these torches lining the hallways, but the torches are powered by the. Bolt of Souls, as you guys know, but so it's kind of low. They're very dim. Yeah, with Thaumaturgy, you can brighten the flame. So,
3: okay, so let me put some flavor, flavor, spicy, spice on that.
1: Spicy.
0: Oh.
3: So I want to do that. Mm. So Misk knows what she's going to say.
1: Okay, Misk, tell us what you are going to say. So
3: she's going to start running down that hallway, and she's actually not going to say anything. I okay. tricked you. Ha! She's going to hold up the palm of her hand. Oh no! And like. It looks like she's like blowing something out of her hand Mm -hmm. and just tore the torches up on the wall. Right. Just like, you know. Yes. And try to light them all down the hallway. She
1: just blew a kiss. Okay. What color?
3: They're definitely going to be gold.
1: Gold flames. The way that we say, we're over
0: here. (laughs) Follow the golden torches. I'm going to punch you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, they—they they hey, know what we We need to know. We you. need to know if there's know. any
2: down You're the
3: hallway.
1: The right thing. I'm gonna say that <laughs> with because of that, um, for this round, you, uh, we immediately get away uh, till the till the beginning of her next turn. Anyone will have advantage on perception checks.
0: Yes, oh, son, get some. Oh.
1: Okay, Vance. Is it me? It's you. It's me. You're all running down this hallway. Oh, uh, you don't. No. I don't. I don't guess you have any idea where you're going.
0: Well, before I get to the hallway, or as I'm leaving the room, I'm guessing I could see all three of them now.
1: Well, the two back there um, are kind of out of sight now.
0: Out of sight. Yeah. That's lame. Why? Uh, it's okay. I say, please. That's me.
1: You're the one I could see. Oh, okay, so you're going to try to command him. Yes. Okay, give it a shot. He has to make a save. See. dumb save? Yes. Hmm. That is a failure. Aha! Oh, yeah. Got a nine.
0: Very good. So it has to spend its turn running away from me by the fastest available means.
1: It's going to spend the next round running in the other direction. Yeah, boy. Okay. That is the end of your turn. You are all moving forward. Uh, you turn this hallway that you're running down, turns, and uh, up ahead you see that it begins to descend
4: down a series of staircases. Running, running, running. Char. Yes. Yes. I proceed down this. St- is there anything down the staircase besides. I mean, is there anything besides the staircase besides stairs? Not not immediately. Are there any cases? There, there are stairs and cases. No. Um, it's
1: stone staircases. Uh, you don't know where they lead. You could ask.
4: I cast Melt the Stone. Okay. No, I don't. I don't even have that. Uh, I don't even think it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. I <laughs> will continue down the staircase. Okay, you're running down the staircase. Why don't you give me a perception check with
1: advantage?
4: I'll try. With adv- Ad- Advantix?
1: Advantix.
4: Oh, that is a Natty Twint. Oh! Okay, with a
1: Nat Chuan, you are one with your senses. As you all take off down the steps running, you can hear more of these shrieks have been coming a little bit. They're coming hot and fast. Okay. It appears that they seem to be uh, ringing out from around you, from above you, but not from below you.
2: Interesting.
1: (gasps) I figured it out. Hmm. You don't know what's below you down here, but it doesn't sound like any of these creatures are currently there. Although it does sound like there are many of them on the move. Okay. Okay. Is that the the end of your turn? You you know that now. I'll just...
4: I I know. I'm aware that there's nothing below that I can hear. So I go down there I proceed. Okay, you're
1: pressing forward. Saul, give me a history check, Saul.
0: Oh God, you know this place.
2: This is important. Come
1: on. I have no memory of this place.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, well, guys. he knows nothing. Natural I ha- one. I have no. He memory has no memory of this, of this place. place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this is a natural one. <laughs> it's a natural one. Oh my God. You might want to use that inspiration. I definitely want to use my inspiration right now. Okay, that's so sad. Much better. That's a fourteen on the dice, plus two, so sixteen.
1: You're heading straight for the Vault of Souls.
0: Oh Holy
2: my
1: God! This uh, the Salt of Vols? Yes, the Salt of Vols. This staircase descends, and as you guys are running down it, and the stone starts to change. It changes from the obsidian, like sleek black, to a rougher volcanic rock. And in that sort of jars your memory and you have flashes of the pit, the vault of souls beneath the castle of serastus which is a gigantic open maw of flame and like a boiling sea of souls that burn like blue fire. Mm. That sounds bad. That sounds mm. terrible.
2: It it sounds like power.
1: Well, this is a do we wanna do we want that? Well, you know, where, you're, where Saul knows where you're heading right now. It sort of leads you out in a sort of, I mean, the closest thing, I the comparison I can give you is like, think Mount Doom. You know, there's like a like a bridge sort of that leads out over it. Um, so you're not going to like drop off into it, you don't think. But you're oh heading down gosh. there.
2: <laughs> We're almost to the heart of the castle. Misk, the vault is ahead.
3: The, the vault? What do we? I don't think we need to go down to the vault, Saul.
2: Maybe you can use it, my queen. And he, like, rushes faster.
0: She is the queen. The queen. I,
2: I know the way. <laughs> she knows the way. Misk has probably forgot the way.
3: Yeah, I don't know the way. <laughs> she forgets. Misk. That is my name? It is your turn. Hello, I'm Misk. What do you do. Uh, after Saul says that, she, you know, kind of, she does not remember. No. Like, her her memory is Gone.
1: It's flashing, but...
3: <laughs> so she's just going to run, I mean, with Saul, just follow him and trust him.
1: Why don't you give me a history check?
3: You know what? I'm going to give you a history check.
1: Do you know the way?
3: It's probably not good.
1: And I'm, I'm actually going to give you advantage because of what Saul just told you. It's it's specifically jarring memories.
3: Okay, so I it's got a, a
1: 14. 14 plus your history, which is a plus 2.
3: Yeah, so 16.
1: You remember the last time you were down here? Whoa. Oh, no. It was with your father. Whoa. Ruh-roh. It was the last time you spoke to him. Ooh. Before you left.
0: Hmm. Oh. And you
1: remember some very specific details about that conversation. Mm. Things that you have not remembered since you left. Ooh.
3: She's gonna immediately stop. Oh
1: She hits the brakes. What are you doing?
3: She just She doesn't say nothing to him. Ooh.
1: You kinda like like uh shell shocked.
3: Yeah. She's definitely shocked. And she just looks up at Saw and she looks away really quickly.
2: We have to go.
3: Yeah, sorry. Just some... Yeah, let's go.
1: So the two that you're now 30 feet away from that are afraid of you both rolled, one rolled a two and one rolled a one. I kid you not. What? Thank God. And so they they are terrified of you. They ain't, they ain't yes, going to mess Yes, son.
0: With stay scared. But it doesn't
1: matter because it it you guys can hear the screams of of more than one coming down the hall towards you.
0: They're not allowed.
1: Above. Uh, You look back, Vance, and you can see one far back like crawling on the ceiling. Ew. Oh, yummy.
0: Disgusting. It's your turn. It's my turn?
1: Yes, it is. I don't really particularly want it to
0: be my turn.
1: You look back and you see one of the things crawling on the ceiling. Misk has stopped and Saul's trying to get her to run forward again. That's when you pause and look back. Uh, Charter, I don't know, you're probably still moving. And you see this thing running across the ceiling towards you guys. What are you going to do, boy? What you going to do? Well, you don't have to like attack it or anything. I'm just asking you, what, what do you do? Attack the dark.
0: I attack the darkness.
1: Okay, I mean they—they they are sort of darkness.
0: So I have this book, right? Have I got to read any of it, or
1: as the one about opening, like, of uh, getting into the astral plane? Yeah. No, you don't. You do. You've not gotten any real knowledge from it. You just know that it can probably get you there, but you're going to need some help and some stuff. I see. Yeah, it's not like an incantation and you can open a portal and jump through it or something. Well. <laughs> well. I mean, you can just run. I just need to know what you're going to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's about all I can do. I could,
1: yeah. Maybe give the others a warning. Maybe. Nah, drive I don't like them.
0: Your God. Tell you what. I'm going to use Toll the Dead. Okay.
1: Is it within 60 feet? Uh, we'll say yeah.
0: I point at it, and the sound of a bell fills the air around it for a moment.
1: It is, uh, it is unfazed. In fact, it seems to be running faster now. It loves it. Nat 20. Nice. great. You did great.
0: <laughs> Wait, hey, guys. There's a thing there, and it's coming. <laughs> all of a sudden,
1: he all of the
2: manliness drops out of Vance's voice.
1: <laughs> he says that, he says that Char, you, you glance. Maybe just a quick glance back, and you see as this thing leaps off the ceiling, and it's <laughs> just free-fall diving towards you all. Straight towards Sir Vance specifically.
4: Go. I want to cast Hold the Dead. Are you serious? No. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> no. Uh, okay, I want to cast Guiding Bolt. Ooh, ooh. So, a flash of light streaks towards a creature of your choice within range. So, am I within 120 yes. feet of this thing? Yes, yes. Okay, so, it's just a spell attack. It's like, I'm not even making a save, which is weird. I know, right? <laughs> That's weird. Um, Which level? Uh, I'm just going to cast it as a uh, first level spell. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so, this is... That's a 19 on the dice plus 6. That's a 25. Hit. Wow. What? Ba-boom. How does that work? 46s. So Very nice. 46s. I want to I want to cast 46-sided dice forward. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has an Advantix. Works, wow. Thanks to the mystical Anchantix. dim light glittering on the target. So this thing is glowing, y'all. This thing's glowing. Glowing. The dwarf? Light it up, up, up. Light it up, up, up. I should have cast it at a higher level oh so I can God. roll five sixes and get Yahtzee. Yahtzee! Oh, uh, whoa, oh, uh, whoa. <laughs> um. Come on, 24. So, wow. Somebody oh,
0: once told Look me that this. Alan was gonna roll him. Mm.
4: What is it? Kill it, Alan. Kill it. Six Sixteen. That's pretty good.
3: <laughs> I thought he was gonna say six. I was like, oh. It's man.
4: a six, a five, a four, and a one. It was almost a full house, or not a full house, a straight. It actually do a lot more than sixteen damage. Oh, your bolt comes firing out. You like point at it, or does it come out? Come out your hand, or? <laughs> uh, how do I want to do this? I take my nose like I'm gonna shoot a snot rocket. No, oh, no, <laughs> no. If it's, it wins. No. <laughs> I just. I just shoot it out of my hand. Okay. Like, I have my, my, uh, what's that thing called? Focus is like an amulet or something. So, I I just kind of like hold out my amulet and it shoots out of the amulet. Okay. It shoots out a bolt. Yeah. It's like Jim's orb. Right. Your bolt comes flying out toward it and it
1: strikes it like mid-flight and it actually like stutters it back and it flops and when it does, it lands crashing onto the steps and uh, with the step damage... You actually do it. A total of 40 damage. Wow.
4: Holy Holy guacamole. Char takes his amulet, which is kind of smoking a little Mm -hmm. and blows the smoke away.
1: Okay. Uh, It's not dead. It's getting up, but you hurt it real bad. Yeah, I do. You all continue running? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Misk was running when Saul yelled
2: back at her. Definitely running.
1: Okay, Saul, you're in the front and it's your turn. Uh, You come running through, and you can see a light starting to sort of glow down underneath your feet. It almost seems like the rock itself is glowing some. Although, according to your memory, it does seem somewhat diminished, if that makes sense.
2: Not surprised.
1: You run forward, run forward, and suddenly you just break free onto this open bridge across this gigantic chasm. And it is well lit in here, but as you run forward out onto the circular platform that sort of juts out over the vault of souls the sea of souls it's almost empty
2: there's still some power here
1: there is uh, very little of the sort of molten flame underneath which you know is it feeds the melting circle which is odd because it's mostly gone uh, it's still there, but very little far beneath you, and the souls, um, their presence is f- just very, very, very diminished. It does not glow like it once did, and uh, things... I don't know. It's its a disconcerting sight for Saul. What do you do?
2: So, there was a bunch of damage dealt to the one that was chasing us, right? But otherwise, we're crossing the vaults, right?
1: Yeah, but there's no bridge that leads like across it to somewhere else. I see. It it com- goes it comes out, out over... To- yeah, it just sticks out over it. There's a bridge that sticks that leads you across it, and it sticks out over it with this large, circular, like, platform, like, held out over top of it, and, like, that's it.
2: Come here, Misk. This is where we make our stand, and he's going to go closer to the edge. And, um... I'm sure not being in his true devilish state, mm-hmm. I'm sure he has no way that he could activate it or use it to his gain. What little bits there. So he'll just say to Misk, maybe you can pull some power from this. And uh, he's going to draw a sword and kind of stand in front of her, uh, facing back towards the monsters coming from.
3: So Misk is just, she's pretty quiet right now. She's real mad. Like she's just, she's just really mad at what. She remembered, I guess. It was pretty fuzzy, and now that she's remembered, it's just like she's not happy. So I would assume that Misk, looking back, like would know how to kind of channel that energy.
1: It's sort of instinctual, you know what I mean? So if, if Misk is feeling particularly in her element right now, then she can sort of just call upon it.
3: Okay, I just needed to know that from me. Mm-hmm. So, Misk is just going to draw her rapier mm-hmm. and just walk out in front of Saul toward that beast and mm-hmm. turn into Hulk Misk or Devil Misk.
1: Okay, so you all run out. Saul grabs Misk. He speaks to her does that. Misk steps forward. She's holding the sword. What are, Char, what are you in advance doing? What is, where are you standing? Like, what's your current position?
4: I kind of start backing away if I realize right. what's happening. That she's,
1: you know... You can see out. it.
4: So I just kind of get out of the
1: way. Yeah, you see this sort of golden... was a golden crown, right? Yeah. Start to form...
4: Golden corral. Yeah,
1: golden corral form uh, above her head between her horns, which are lengthening, and she seems to be growing in size and... Misk, you step up. You're kind of standing like in the center of this large circular platform. This vault that you all are in, like I said, it's basically the inside of a volcano. The city, or the castle I should say, rather the city also, but the castle, it's built high up, the highest point uh, available on the side of this mountain uh, where the burning circle is located. It's carved into the side of this volcanic mountain. You guys are in the heart of it now. Around you the walls are a blackened volcanic stone and it looks like it has been filled to the brim with flame and power for eons, but now it seems colder, especially to Saul and Misk. And Misk, as you step forward in the center of this, looking toward the opening and hearing the shrieks and seeing as these creatures, a few of them, just start to sort of appear there at the edge of the bridge and slowly make their way towards you all. Uh, you look around, and as you're growing, and as you're sort of uh, wielding this power, you look up, and you hear some a, a strange sound. You hear a sound that immediately catches your ear, and you look up. And from where you're standing, you can see straight up to the sky. I mean, it's an open volcano at the top, right? Mm-hmm. And there is still smoke billowing out, but nothing like it was before. And so you have a, a clear-ish vision, and you see it seems like something is stirring the smoke above you. And you hear what sounds like enormous wings beating. And then plummeting inside the mountain through the open hole at the top of the volcano comes something. It seems to be black as shadow, winged in a free-falling dive. And right when it seems that it would crash into the platform, it pulls its wings back. And what you see is a great, black, oily, headless dragon. No! Sorry, I'm done. Clutched in two of its four arms, clawed arms, is a figure that you immediately recognize.
2: Goodbye. It's our dead! It's our dead! Goodbye.
1: It is an emaciated, red skinned tiefling with uh, long, curved horns like a ram's horn. He looks skeletally thin and he is wrapped in oily black chains. And on his head, as he is dropped in front of you, Misk. Just about the time that your wings appear, he has dropped right before you, just face first onto the ground. And as he very weakly lifts himself up onto his forearms and looks up at you, his eyes sunken in, you see carved onto the skin between his horns a swirling black symbol. You're, You're too late. late. The things behind him start shrieking. The headless dragon lands behind him. And uh, it doesn't speak. I mean, it, it doesn't have a head. But you can hear this sort of vibrating hum coming from deep in its chest. And it almost seems like it's humming in unison with your father's voice as he's speaking. You're too late. It... It is here.
2: It's never too late. What is, what is here? Are you in control?
1: There is no control,
4: my son.
3: You're not speaking as our father right now.
1: I,
2: I am. Uh, Saul starts hauling him up by his collar.
1: You step forward to, to, like, touch him and the dragon steps forward places, an enormous clawed arm between you and him
2: Serastus. you've sworn allegiance to these things you've given up our kingdom
1: you hear a laugh come from inside the dragon satsaras there is no kingdom what is a kingdom without subjects it's only stone and flame, <coughs> He gives a retching cough, and this black, inky stuff comes out with it. Bow or die, children. That is all there is. Bow to
2: what? What
1: was chained will be unleashed. Um. He says that, and you hear this And, like, the dragon rears back, and you hear it, and its chest opens, and you see this black stone in its chest. Oh, no. Connected by all these tendrils, and it is thumping and beating, and all the creatures behind the dragon shriek. Um,
0: I stabbed the black stone.
2: Saul's going to let his... He's going to... Bring flaming sword up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm attacking the dragon. By the way, yeah, I lose my mind and I literally run with my sword towards the dragon to stab it in the stone.
2: As he's running towards the dragon to stab it in the stone, uh, okay, Saul is gonna with ignited rapier. Uh huh. Say, oh Lord, how would you say that? No father of mine would have bowed to another in paylor's name and he's like gonna try to stab him in the face with his rapier your dad Mm, yeah i think so
3: miss is gonna stop him (laughs) Misk is going to run up between saul and her dad and if she has to she will grab saul
1: okay so saul's kind of behind you so it would be like you turn to try and grab him and stop him right yeah, And the moment that you do that, Char, you see Vance just dead-eyed run, leaping, trying to stab his sword into the beating stone inside this dragon's chest. The moment that you see that thing in its chest beating, it feels like the most wrong thing that has ever existed. Like it should not exist. Does that make sense? On a visceral level, you can feel it. You've never felt or seen anything that ever put off such an evil, such a wrongness as this thing.
4: I am going to try to fling one of those guiding bolts at the stone. So everybody lunges. Here's what I'm going to need then. Uh, Vance, give me an attack roll. Char, give me a
1: spell attack roll. And Saul and Misk, I'm going to need competing chicks. Misk, yours will be strength, but your strength is a little beefed right now. Saul, you can just give me a regular attack roll.
3: 11 on the dice.
1: I got 11 total. I got a 15 before any modifiers. She is fast enough and strong enough to make you hesitate. And so then you you can make the decision to stop if you want to. All right, Vance.
0: 17 total. I think for
2: Saul, when he realized that she was going to stop him, that his eyes would just turn to the stone away from his father and realize that that's the source of what broke him and would go for that instead.
1: Char you launch a guiding bolt and uh, just because of all of this happening at once and fear and everything else it it, it goes wide it misses. It strikes into the wall up ahead and uh, some of the stone crumbles and cracks and falls off. Vance you lunge forward and the moment that you do one of the great wings of the dragon come down and just slap you aside I mean it it is dismissive uh, and when that happens, you you are filled with memories, right? And the moment that that thing touched you, you remember the feeling, um, really for the first time, of when it took you. It took over your mind and your body. No. <laughs> you remember that as you are slapped aside. And uh, Saul, as you're moving forward, and Misk is moving forward to stop you, Serastus slowly... He comes to his feet. Uh, it, it seems like the chains are almost lifting him up to his feet. And he says, I I am sorry. And the chains fly out from him towards you, Saul. Give me a dexterity save. Come on, Saul dice.
3: If I'm right there, can't I intercept?
1: Oh, they're coming for you too. Huh. I got a 16 total. Okay. Miss, give me your save. 18. Uh, yeah, it's a plus six, so you got a 24. So, Misk, uh, as you see these chains flying forward toward you, you're able to dodge out of the way, maybe with your wings. Yeah. You burst up, holding on to Saul, and pull the two of you out of the way of these chains. And when that happens, just all hell breaks loose. Literally? Literally, here in the hills, And everything all of these creatures that have slowly been eking out uh, onto this bridge and onto the walls, they all just lunge toward the center of this platform moving toward you all uh, some are flying down from the ceiling where they've been climbing up some are running across the dragon rears back its wings and you hear that sort of like humming thunder coming from its chest again, you see Serastis fall to his knees and cover his eyes, Vance is picking himself up is picking himself up And in that moment, these symbols all over the circular platform in the center of the Vault of Souls that you're standing on, light with a blue light, very like the soul lights shining from beneath you. Don't look at it. It'll mess
4: up your circadian rhythm.
1: The moment that they do, you all feel an odd sensation and... Suddenly, you are one second there, surrounded by all of these creatures and these monsters, and then you are the next second gone.
3: We're dead.
1: We're all dead. We're dead. You all fall onto the floor in a small room, somewhere you don't know. And Saul, you look up, and there is a familiar face standing there. And is a purple-skinned devil looking at the four of you. And she says, Well, that could have went better. And that is where we're going to have to end tonight's what? session.
0: Who is it? Oh! It's Joe.
3: I'll give you $2 if you tell me who it is.
2: $2? Is that the best you got?
3: Yeah.
1: To,
0: to be honest, that was probably the worst session I've ever played. I just... Uh... Can I use my inspiration to attack that stone again? Now, what the heck, though? I don't know. That doesn't even make sense.
1: Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this has been Make Believe Heroes. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this <laughs> revealing, if also uh, stressful, episode.
2: Very stressful.
0: Can I use my bonus action to go back and kill that dragon?
1: It seems that things are pretty serious in the hells. Uh, yeah, like the Unchained is here. Perhaps Saul's mission isn't oh. quite so far away. Uh,
4: what, what, what are we gonna do?
0: Can I use um, an extra action? We, we love
3: you. Kill it. We love you. Goodbye.
1: Embargo <sighs> lives.
2: Hey guys, this is Jeremy, and I play
0: Saul. I'm Joe. Joe Hoot. Joe mama! <laughs>
2: oh! Gosh. He got me. It's... I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 20 bucks if you take him out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, he would do that.
0: <laughs> uh. I'm Jeffrey, and I play servants off the wall.